0: Welcome to episode 40, 40, Renee. Yeah. 40 of G-Money End. The godmother. Yes, we are here today with Camp Canine. Fellas, Hello, how guys. are you? Yes, we are. All right. <laughs> Raphael and Louis. Yes. Glad tell you to be what, here. I'm glad you're here. This is the podcast that talks about sharing thoughts, ideas, strategies, and tactics to help local businesses get ahead. Mm-hmm. And I'm really excited today because... I have a dog myself and I've had a dog my whole life and dogs are like children that just don't grow up right <laughs>
1: yeah, that's true yeah, that's so true it, you could say that a thousand times over like
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking everyone out there in the podcast universe you know knows exactly what I'm talking about and they say you know at some point you gotta train your dog right
1: yeah mm-hmm. absolutely you get a better balanced dog and you get the most out of that dog you know what I mean Listen, it, Lu- it's gonna be you know you're gonna be really happy with that
2: you, know, Lewis, when you train your dog Lewis already made me understand and sometimes you have to train the dog, but more importantly, you have to train the owner. Uh, I like that. Yeah. Oh, Very yeah. important.
1: You know what? I always say this the dog is always the easy part. <laughs> always, every single time. The hard part is, mm-hmm. is training the owner and having the owner understand.
3: Totally. Just like that uh, mm-hmm. show Super Nanny I used to watch back in the day. Mm-hmm. She'd come in and it would be the parents that they'd have to teach mm-hmm. how to discipline their kids. So it's sort mm-hmm. of like the same thing. You're yes. like, Super nanny. Yes,
0: <laughs> so I'm gonna quiz you on the spot and you're gonna have the answer, I'm sure. Oh, but boy. I've been
3: thinking about this
0: question all day. Can you this is the million dollar question, you ready for this? Can you teach an old dog new tricks? Absolutely. Tell us a little bit about that because we've I, got a situation.
1: No, absolutely. Uh, you can teach any dog uh, something new uh, because it's just a behavior and just showing them the behavior that you know you want to teach them. It's that simple. There's no uh, real trick to it. It's just having the ability to communicate with the dog and how do we do that? That's basically what it all boils down to, and that's where obviously the trainer comes in, and that's all tra- all trainers all over the world. You know, it's just be able to teach the person how to communicate, and how to, how to communicate with their dog, and then from that point on, uh, you know, they're on their own once you teach them, basically.
3: So your business does um, grooming, daycare, training, and. Um Boarding, correct? Yes. Um, and for your training, is do you have to bring the dog to you or do you come to the people's houses to train?
1: Actually, we do both. You know, uh, they can bring the dog us uh, to us, or we can go to their house and try to help them out with their situations. Because every situation, wherever you go, uh, you know, it's always different. No dog's the same. It's just like no human beings the same. You know, we may all look the same, but at some point, you know, everything else is not the same. You know.
3: How far do you travel um, to visit the dogs and people's homes?
1: I try to travel as far as I can, so <laughs> I don't have to see him. <laughs> I'm just joking. (laughs) Uh, We travel pretty far. You know, I'd say for me, i travel a good 45 minutes to an hour to go see a client.
0: Yeah. And you're based out of Middletown. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. you right. So, okay. Just to give a reference point to the podcast world out there. Now, mm-hmm. oh, that's great. And, and tell me a little bit about your services, right? So we kind of just kind of dove right into it and, and Renee gave the overview of what it, what it is, but I'm sure there's a lot more to what you guys actually do for a business. So if you can talk a little bit about that, how'd you get started? And um, and we'll kind of kind of take it from there.
1: I'm going to throw this one over to Raphael. Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, so Louis and I have known each other forever. Not going to date it or anything, but um, mm. <laughs> we've both been involved in different businesses, and th- this opportunity came up so fast, actually, about four or five months ago. And um, you know. <sighs> You know lewis he's been he's been training people his whole life <laughs> you know and this transition or he's just been tra- he's been a trainer his whole life whether you know and that's what i found out whether it's a person whether it's a pet you know the, the communication skills are still necessary and, and 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 there's still there's still that similarity and probably about three four months ago you know, I, I left my job of engineering about a year and a half ago. I, I started looking at some business opportunities. Lewis been looking for business opportunities. And, and this, this came up maybe about three months ago, probably about three, four months ago, to where, you know, Lewis gave me a call. He, he was going through some, some personal things, and we've always been there for each other. And he came by, and I told him, I was like, just come by, let's talk. All I wanted to do was get his mind off of what he was going through. And I was like, what are you up to? So he's like, hey, so you know, I've been training dogs. Like I'm loving this. You know, I seen this kennel down Middletown, and uh, I was like, let's go look at it. Uh, I wasn't, I wasn't looking at it from a fund. I, I didn't have the money to fund it, so forth. I was like, I'm just gonna get my friend off of his, whatever he's thinking of, I'm gonna get that off, so we went down to Middletown, look at the kennel, and we're both business people, so he's kind of, I'm like, tell me about it. So he's kind of looking at it, so forth, and at the same time, Lewis is kind of new, to the kennel from a business standpoint, and you know, I'm like, okay, well, he's giving me a picture of it, and I'm like, Lewis, give me some numbers, what's it gonna look like, I'll give you, and I always give him a time, I'm like, look, I'll give you two days, give me numbers. <laughs> two days later, so Lewis comes back, boarding, training, grooming. Um, you had day- the
0: whole business plan mapped out, ready to roll in Actually, terms of services.
1: Yep. <laughs> Actually, I didn't. Mm-mm. Um, Mm-mm. when he told me that he wanted to know more or less what it would take so that evening I went home I didn't, I didn't go to sleep Mm-hmm. And I researched and researched and researched and put numbers together and look at the number of the kennel and how do we do this, how do we do that? And I kind of packaged it all together. Every aspect of the business, I actually went through it with us, just like a, you know, uh, how do you, like find fine tooth comb, just went through it. And I got the numbers all put together within a day.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I called him up and says, I got you something.
2: So he, and he, so I yeah.
1: emailed it to him the second day over to him. He goes, hey, let me see it. And then he was like, wow. I put it all together, basically, mm-hmm. when I didn't sleep.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> basically, I was up all night doing yeah. this for like uh, 24 hours. I went to work, came back, got back on there and started working again. And that's how you know he yeah. got those numbers.
2: So he put that together. I, I put together some startup calls for him. And what we would start, We I pitched it to two people that The investors that i've known for a while you know one of them was real estate related he said you know what Ah, this kind of is for me the other one was an engineer that i worked with in my engineering world a while ago and he went off in contractor land and he has his own businesses and and he's always wanted to do something and i introduced him to lewis we had a conversation and he said hey i'm in so then we started up and now you know month and a half two months in you know here we are yeah. off the, to the, the
0: races that's basically yep. how what I'm what I'm what I'm vibing from you is it uh, started with your own passion really mm-hmm. right because yeah. you know a lot of times we have mm-hmm. you know recordings of our, our little show here and and we ask the entrepreneurs, we ask the business owners, you know, what does it take to be successful? And those something around in that wheelhouse, and there's a common commonality, and that is, you know, you have to have desire and passion, and yeah. and and I think that's best reflected in your um, result. Actually, stay up 24 hours straight and actually put it together, right? Yeah,
3: and to do it so quickly too. <laughs> yep,
1: <laughs> yep. I, I, I believe me when I tell you, I did not sleep. I just kept at it and at it and at it. Um, You know, I'd like to add to that, you know, I think what helped me with with putting all that together also is like, you know, talking about passion. Now, I've been passionate with what I do my entire life, you know, meaning uh, training people and training. I I train boxers and, you know, high-level boxers and stuff like that. and I've always had a lot of passion for that. So when I go into stuff, I went to passion and training, I had a lot of passion. And then what happened is with the dogs, I've always had passion. I've always been around dogs, I've had dogs in my life. And as I was growing up, I had some mentors that were actually teaching me how to train dogs. So I've been training dogs on and off, on and off for friends and people, stuff like that. And then about a year, year and a half ago, I decided, you know, I really love this. Let me just keep doing it. I kept doing it. I kept doing it. I kept doing it. I got really involved in the dog world. And I had some mentors that actually showed me more stuff, more stuff. So when I felt that I was ready, you know, that's when I was like, this is what I want to do. So I just hit it hard. And I, you know, and here we are now. Are you all in on
0: this? Because you train boxers also, right? Yeah. yeah.
1: I'm all in. So, um, I mean, the, the thing with my boxers is being that they're they're such a high level, there's always a downtime. So, when they need me, uh, you know, basically I leave and I leave right. Rafael. Uh, um, I'll tell you a quick story just to flip that real quick. When we started this and we started going to the kennel, I had to leave to the training camp with my boxer. I mean, his name, So I say his name? His name sure. is Mark Brown. He's a light heavyweight, was a light heavyweight champion. And I was out in in, um, in Colorado with him, right? Um, and I left Raphael by himself and he goes, how are we gonna do this? You're not even here. And I said, don't worry Raphael, I got you back. Mm-hmm. I have, I have, good people around me that has always looked out for me, so I contacted them, actually people that helped me get involved in this business, my mentors, and said, Lewis, if you need anything while you're away, tell Rafael to call us and we'll take care of it for you. And that's basically what we did. And then I came back, once I I came back, he felt better, and he says, okay, you're back, let's hit this hard. So that's what we've been doing.
3: Mm-hmm. Do you do the grooming um, yourself? or you, um, do you do all of the services that you offer or are you specifically the main trainer?
1: No, I, I just basically do the, the training, things like that, I have in and kind of make sure everything's going right, you know, as far as the, even the grooming stuff, I like kind of oversee things, oh, make okay. sure. Because to me, customer service is very important, you mm-hmm. know, uh, and I've been doing customer service my entire life, so mm-hmm. I know how important that really is. So sometimes I go maybe above and beyond, you know, but I think it's important, you know, if you keep the customer happy, you know, they're always gonna come back. Absolutely. You know, I, I, I believe, um, how do I say, you come to my shop or you come to our shop and you come in, I don't want it to be a shop. I want to create a relationship with you, right? So we create a relationship. It's very difficult now for you to just walk out the door and go somewhere else because we have a relationship. Anybody could break a contract, Mm -hmm. but a relationship, a little different.
3: Absolutely. Yeah, I totally understand. Yeah. What's one thing that you've learned over the past couple months from starting this business that if you were to look back or give someone advice that's about to start any type of business, what is that piece of advice you would give?
1: Raphael? Hmm. Or is that for me?
3: Either one of you. <laughs> I'm sure you guys have been in this journey yeah. together and probably yeah, have are. the same. I'm just gonna to give him
1: advice. the opportunity because if I keep talking, he's never gonna <laughs> yeah. talk. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs>
2: No, I would say literally, in terms of talking, get out and talk. Get out and speak, you know, Um, because obviously social media is important, but just getting out and going to any business as you know with small businesses it's almost like a family whether it's a nail salon people could say all right why are you going to a nail salon because people at nail salons have dogs you know and, and owners are, are business owners and they understand hey you're starting up hey well let me get you know some of your business cards but just kind of getting out and speaking and and understanding that it's a process and branding and if it's a small town, everybody's gonna wanna see you first, and kind of almost like a dog sniff you and and make sure, you know, you're you're legitimate and you actually care. So you can do so much by social media, but actually getting out and being part of it—that's the one thing that I really see that okay, this is absolutely critical. Yeah.
3: Just building the relationships, as he said, it doesn't have to happen um, at Camp Canine. It could happen at that nail salon that you're talking about that draws them back, so. Yeah,
2: exactly, exactly. exactly.
0: So kindly, uh, um, consistently get out there, market, evangelize, create awareness about your brand. That's kind of like the mm-hmm. first step and the, the secret. What's what's the next mm-hmm. step? What's the plan? You guys are doing so much. Mm-hmm. I know just because of the nature of our business relationship, yeah. we don't have to get into all the details, but yeah. whether, whether it be flyers that you're creating and social video content that you're creating, mm-hmm. I think some of that seems to be you know, you're know you separating yourself mm-hmm. from, from the pack, so to speak, right? Yeah. Yeah, um, and so what is the next thing for you in terms of creating brand, building? brand awareness um mm-hmm. that we could highlight
2: mm-hmm. go ahead you want you want to hand this? you want to keep talking go ahead uh, No, no, go me. ahead go ahead <laughs> well i mean I, I just think it's a it's a transition you know kind of we big thing that that i think is, is in terms of building a team you know lewis uh, when lewis is training dogs he is just so zoned in you know so i look at it you know we kind of were as a team like my my focus is to make sure that he's focused in on training dogs so in terms of creating the aesthetics of the camp in terms of creating the structure those are all things that i try and take off of his plate so as that volume picks up then it's just a matter of I, for me, the next step is making sure Lewis is training dogs and constantly overseeing the environment. That's it. Anything else, then that I think takes away from it. So that's kind of the, the evolution. Right now, we're kind of doing a little everything, you know, this, that, you know. So to me, that that's the evolution, you know, bringing in the volume and then at the same time focusing in, you know, exactly where we're supposed to be, you know. So.
0: Yeah, I think the nature of small businesses is you kind of got to wear a lot of hats. Mm-hmm. However, if you can be, especially so early on, a few months into it, you can inherently know that you know Lewis is great at these so- sort of you mm-hmm. know tasks. Mm-hmm. You're good at these sort of tasks. You kind of mm-hmm. divide and conquer yep. um, inherently. Then you have a higher likelihood for success. It's the people that I see that try to be either all things to all people or try to wear all the hats mm-hmm. that um, have a hard Hard time because there's only so many hours you know in the day, and mm-hmm. if you're trying to scale like you suggest, yep. you create some structure, yep. it's very, very you know hard to do. Mm-hmm. So that's that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, I want to make sure that people actually get a hold of you too. Like we're talking a little bit about your business, want to be able to highlight. We only got a few minutes left in the podcast, but if you wouldn't mind telling the camera, like you know, address, phone number, all that kind of good stuff, that would be fantastic.
2: yeah so we are Camp Canine, your dog's home Away from home. We provide boarding, daycare, training, grooming. We create a clean, safe, cozy, stimulating environment for your dog at 152 Magnolia Lane in Middletown. Middletown Pancake House on 35. You see that? That's Magnolia Lane. That's where you turn. That's where you find us. Fantastic. Then you'll
0: yeah. go play. And like you said in the beginning, you'll go go to them as well?
1: Yeah. We'll also come out to If they can't make it, we'll come to them, pick up their dog and uh, groom them for them and bring them back home mm-hmm. if they need it. If they can't get to us
0: people
3: love convenience yeah. people love yeah. convenience, and the holidays are coming up so yeah. i would imagine this is the time people should start booking their dog boarding too for absolutely.
1: you absolutely yep.
0: absolutely
3: yeah um, i'm sure many of our viewers here have dogs we have a dog based on um your experience in training if you were to kind of highlight one type of situation that you see happens a lot with dogs What is one piece of advice you would give dog owners? Because you said you have to train the owners, right? To train, that's technically training the dog. What's one piece of advice you'd give to dog owners that you could share with everybody?
1: Okay, I'll give you two. Okay. Okay. The first one is consistency. Okay. Always be consistent with your dog. You can't have one person saying one thing and the other person saying the other. You're going to confuse the dog. Okay, that's the first thing. Um, the second thing was, oh my God, I forgot. <laughs> I have a no, few. I have uh, a few questions about this, though. But uh, go ahead. Uh, what's your question? Until it gets back to me. So the like, first thing was consistency.
3: <laughs> so
0: consistency, right? So now, now I I can understand why that's important. But I also heard somebody say one time that dogs they remember things for three seconds and they forget five seconds later, and maybe that's why you have to be really super consistent with them. Exactly.
3: My dog has a great memory, so we're just trying to figure out if that's true. <laughs> he remembers everything. Yeah.
1: And always, the other thing I was going to say, when you are doing some training, if you do know how to do some training, if you don't, we're here to help you, but um, is make it fun. Make it fun. Mm-hmm. A very short bursts, like you said, because mm-hmm. the retention time is so tiny there, right? So you do a little training, you make it fun. At the end of the training, let him play and let him go do his thing. Make Come back, do it again. Yeah.
0: So, um, so let me tell you about our dog. A little bit, and then this is—he's perfect. perfect. We love this little guy. Um, He's had a couple issues lately. One of the issues is that when it rains and it thunders and it uh, gets windy outside, he's—he can't hold his. Bowels. he's having a hard time and now he's he he 10 and he, cries, so he cries, cries and he's whiny Poor, yeah. and and we feel a bit horrible right so we're like what do we do we're like we hold him and then he pees on us and <laughs> it's like it's a situation so, then you got to really understand he's house trained so it's he's not he's
3: 10 years old in people years so he's yeah. What you, than me in dog years.
0: So. Self-serving question, but maybe other people out there have the same sort of issue. What What do you do in those?
3: My mom's like, get one of those vests. They sell it at PetSmart. Like a diaper they, type those of those thing? Those vests. You know, but, you know what I'm talking yeah, about? The thunder yeah.
1: vests? Yeah, oh, uh, that, that, that well, yeah Yeah. I mean, I always say things, you know, I always joke around with people and they say stuff like that. Obviously, you know, um, it's very difficult for any trainer to come and tell you, okay, do this, do that, because there's so much dynamics that are going on, and you have to actually see the dog, and see the behavior, see what you're doing when this is happening Mm -hmm. in order for us to be able to give you a good answer or say, oh, do this and do that. But in the meantime, because I can't give you an answer, just put diapers on (laughs) them.
0: Doggy diapers? Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, look, he's a good boy. There's there's not a lot of uh, issues there. But uh, the only the only other one is maybe because he's getting old. But he goes, gets up to go to the bathroom you know, three times a night.
3: Diapers. What? I think we're going I think back we're to going diapers.
0: Let's go back to the diapers. Yeah. To the diapers. <laughs> it's
3: like Benjamin Button with dogs, right? Uh, they go back to like yeah. being babies when they get uh, old, uh, right? Yeah, so yeah. you gotta can't really retrain them when they get old, though. Because he yeah. kind of, you know, it's harder. But...
0: So, um, well, look, this has been a really great um, introduction to your business. I think uh, it's near and dear to our heart, obviously, because we have dogs and always had dogs. (laughs) So um, I think it's awesome. If there's any parting words that you want to share, Godmother, um, before we sign off?
3: No, I think you guys have a great business. I'm sure you're going to get a lot of phone calls from this podcast. Mm -hmm. And um, I even had one of the members the other day say, oh, I have drove past there. I was wondering what that place was. So Mm -hmm. I think there's a lot of buzz, and I wish you guys the best of success.
1: Thank you. Thank you very much, much, guys. All
0: right. Well, thank you for coming in. Peace out. Ciao. Take care.